Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park This is the place where Black is the main character, where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Or add to the experience by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop and BMF. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. Within the Lines would not be possible without Anchor by Spotify. It is the easiest way to make a podcast and has been how we have made our podcast for over two years now. Anchor has everything we could need to make a podcast. And if you were thinking about starting your own podcast, you definitely should take advantage of their resources. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. We have fancy mics. You don't need a fancy mic to use Anchor. When hosting on Anchor, you can even distribute your podcast to listening platforms such as Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Wherever you want to listen to your podcast, Anchor does that work for you. You think me and Tyler are smart enough to figure this stuff out by ourselves? Absolutely not. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And of course, the best part, because me and Tyler are cheapies, Anchor is totally free. Anchor's been great for us. It's been what we have been using. Um, We highly, highly recommend it. And if you were thinking about making a podcast yourself, we encourage you to download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Let's get back to the pod. Welcome back to another episode within the lines. Coming at you on Monday, December twenty first, twenty twenty. Happy early Christmas, everybody. Uh, Christmas is four days from now. Uh, we are in Christmas week, so that's exciting. I don't know what the future of the Within the Lines podcast holds with the scheduling because Christmas is on a Friday. I mean, we're just gonna we're gonna watch two movies on Christmas and talk about them after Christmas. Yeah. Anyways, today we have a movie review for the brand new Netflix original released last Friday, Friday the 11th, The Prom, starring James Corden and Meryl Meryl Streep, Nicole Kidman, Andrew Rannells, among others. Um, A great great story. We'll talk about that. No list coming at you today. Kind of slacked a little. Not going to lie. We didn't do a movie review last week, so we were kind of off our game. We had a two-hour freaking news podcast. That was something. That was beefy. <laughs> um, but we'll be back with Soul Wonder Woman. We'll be back with some lists, maybe just some more talking about the movie since we'll actually be talking about two properties we like. Correct. Um, I, I would argue there probably isn't going to be a list next week. <laughs> I think we might have to do Soul first. We'll figure it out. Let's I don't feel so good. Hulk! 
Smash! They look up, you can put it on the board, yes! A troop of hilariously self-obsessed theater stars swarm into a small conservative Indiana town in support of a high school girl who wants to take her girlfriend to the prom. Is that it? Yeah. All right. Um, I feel like that synopsis leaves a little bit more to be desired. Um, I guess it doesn't spoil too much, though. Um, it's very simple. I mean, it is accurate. It's just not aggressively accurate. Yeah, but you don't you don't want to tell too much. This hour was this movie was two hours and eleven minutes. Wow. Um, Netflix original, as you mentioned. It is. Um, I'm losing my train of thought here, Ty. It is a coming of age. I don't know if coming of age is the right words. Is I mean, kind of. It is a social commentary. Yeah, we'll go with that more. With some big names. You mentioned Meryl Streep, James Corden, Nicole Kidman. Big miss by both of us, Keegan-Michael Key. Her huge part of this movie. Uh, Andrew Rannells, who looks like, um, oh my God. I had to Google who does Andrew Rannells look like. Was like, he the other? Oh, no, that's not the other guy. He's who the, the fuck guy. is this guy? That he, oh, that was him. He dyed his hair black. He looks like, um, there it is, um, Adam Devine. No, he doesn't. Why the fuck? You and Victoria both said that, and he looks nothing like Adam Devine. He looks like Adam Devine. He reminds me of, and I mean, this could be him. No, I'm 99% sure he's not him. It's a dude from Romeo and Juliet with, uh, what's his Leonardo name? Leonardo DiCaprio? Yeah. He looks like Adam Devine. I'm not alone on this, obviously. Victoria said it as well. He looks like Adam Devine. He doesn't. He just... I. I aggressively don't see it. If you look up Adam Devine, there's this picture of him in the show The Righteous Gem- Gemstones, Gemstones, where I think he might be playing a, you know, a gay character just based on the way he's dressed, and he looks just like him. Um, he is not gay in Righteous Gemstones. Oh, he's just a little flamboyant, Jay. My bad. <laughs> John Leguizamo, Romeo and Juliet, great radio. Look up John Leg. L-E-G-U-I-Z-A-M-O. Romeo and Juliet. Kind of looks like him. He has a fucking soul patch. Well, yeah. No, that's no. He looks like him way more than Adam Devine. No. Yes. You're on the wrong side of history on this one. I'm going to have to tweet this out on Within the Lines. Who does this guy look more like? Okay, But you need to get a screen cap of him with his black hair from the prom. Because it looks like he has, like, blonde hair. Dude, this guy looks... He has fucking sideburns and a goatee and... Or, I mean, a soul patch and... Yeah. Tied it looks now. way more like him than Adam Devine. You're on the wrong side of history. I don't think so. I stand by it. I'm going to have to text Riley right now. Um, <sighs> would you like to dive in? Spoilers ahead, as always. Would you like to dive in a little bit more on the overall... St- plot slash story of this movie so we can give it a grade yeah don't give it the grade yet though no no no. um so this movie revolves around the it's broadway stars dd Dee Dee allen and barry glickman uh meryl streep and james corden who are doing like the opening night for their uh fdr play mm-hmm. and they're very very self-centered and you can tell from the interviews mm-hmm. that they do and they're play bombs and no one likes them anymore and meryl streep's character is a multiple tony winner um, James Corden's character is not. Yeah. 
Um, but they're very self-obsessed, and then they run into Nicole Kidman and Andrew Rannell's character afterwards, um, after they realize they're play-bombed, and they're like, we need to do something to make our- ourselves look good yep. so people like us again. And then they hear about the story of Miss uh, Emma Nolan, mm-hmm. who is not allowed to bring her girlfriend to the prom because she's gay, and they cancel the prom, basically. Yes. So they, they decide to go to the school and try and create a prom for her, which leads to issues and people being mean to the lesbian girl, and then them trying to help her, and it's just like, Carrie Washington plays a racist, um, what is it, PTA? Mm-hmm. PTA lady. And it's just about it's just about her wanting to go to prom. Not racist. Sexist. Not sexist. Sexualityist? Is there a word for this? Discriminatory. Um uh, oh oh no, no, it's uh ignorant. No, it's it's uh um, ignorant. Hom- homo homophobic. Yeah, there it is. Ignorant. That's how that's how I view my mind. I don't even know those words. <laughs> that's how much I love equality. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah, so kind of a social commentary of sorts because this is definitely still going on in a lot of the, you know, not just country but world. People not being accepting and whatnot. Yep. And, you know, this is a story of people doing the right thing. Eventually. Getting there. Um, so, the plot a little bit more to um, Emma is dating Carrie Washington, the mom who is homophobic. Dating her daughter Correct. on the down low, who's a cheerleader. And, like, she doesn't want her mom to know that she's gay because her mom is very homophobic. And it's kind of like this back and forth. Uh, they do a fake prom. So, there's, like, this big PTA meeting. They're deciding whether or not they should go. Then they decide, they're like, okay, well, we have to throw a prom for her. So they throw just Emma a prom by herself at the high school. And then at the Elks Lodge, they did, like, another prom for, where everyone else can go. Like, the actual prom, pretty yeah. much. Um, You know, and that upsets her. And then she writes a song and posts it on YouTube and instantly gets 8 million hits, which they made that look a lot easier than it really is. Correct. Um, And then she gets support behind her. And they end up doing their own prom for her and her girlfriend and some others to come. And then they all have a big dance party at the end. And Carrie Washington's still a little hesitant, but more accepting of it. Yeah. Because now it's it's her daughter who she loves. Yeah. So now she's okay with gay people because it's her daughter. <laughs> yeah. Um, plot slash story tie. I gave this. What'd you give it? I gave it an eight. Oh, my God. What'd you give it? You're making me second guess my fucking number. What'd you give it? I don't want to say. Say it. I, we can disagree. 15. You gave it a 15? Why'd you give it so low? No, I want to hear why you gave it so high. Because I thought it was a great just message. I agree. It was a great <laughs> message. And the, the just the story of, you know, this girl kind of overcoming all the ignorance in the world and the adversity and the message it sent, I thought that was nice. I thought it was, too. Um, I also thought it was kind of like, I don't know, like there's, again, the, the video and it just instantly 8 million hits. And then it's just like, well, yeah, no, of course her mom's accepting because it's her daughter now. Yeah. And the news crew at a PTA meeting, um, for whatever reason, because <laughs> it was a they were they're taking to the courts. tie. there was a lot of leaps in logic. I feel like throughout the movie, where it's just like just kind of accept it. 
Mm-hmm. And the story itself wasn't that great. I liked the message behind it. I don't like the execution. I thought it was just below average. I think if they did it good, it could have gotten like a 13-ish. Mm-hmm. But they didn't, so it got an 8. Which it's not shitting on it. I just think it wasn't that creative. We've seen stuff where it's like, oh, you know, I'm gay, but I don't want my parents to know. And like, I get, I guess that's a, like, that is a good message. Yeah. For like helping people come out and being inclusive. It's just the way they did it. Yeah. And the self centered, you know, Broadway people just showing up and just doing it. It was just a, a bit absurd. Yeah. Lots of leaps in logic. That's fair. Okay. I just like the message time all about equality. I am too, and that's why I got an eight and not like a like a four to no, five. There was a lot of tropes for sure. Um but I don't know. Having her go to the prom by herself, that was pretty not nice. No yeah, that, that was fucked. Um good antagonists. I do like Carrie Washington. She's a very good hateable person talk about in characters i don't know i honestly don't have any reason for you i gave it a 15 i just kind of did <laughs> that's fine we'll move on to visual cinematography what'd you give it jay 14 gave it a 16 all right we'll make it up some points back um i thought it looked really fucking good it looked good for sure uh, i wasn't necessarily blown away by anything i mean 14 out of 20 is pretty much a 7 out of 10 which is a good score um I thought they probably could have done a little bit more with the, um, I mean, your girlfriend is the dancer. I don't know how the dancing was. Did she comment on the dancing? She gave it a one out of 10. There we go. Not great dancing. Like I was about to say, um, but they could have done more. I feel like with the musical parts of it, I mean, it's a movie and I get, you kind of want to stay in the realm of realism, but like the musical scene in the binge was better than most of these musical scenes in terms of (laughs) the way they interacted with the environment and everything. And I'm not, I'll talk about the music in a second. Um, but I guess the music also kind of falls into here, but more into a different category. Yeah. Um, I just, they could have probably done more with some of those scenes and the shots were good. Uh, I thought the high school looked a little weird. It was like blue and yellow. Like it was just a really weird color scheme that just didn't look like realistic. I'm not taking away points for it. I just, that was comment. Um, so 14. I, I thought I would have given it like a 17. Um, the color. They, it was very much a play on screen. Yeah. And there was a lot of different colors and lighting and Broadway looks. And there's a scene where uh, Meryl Streep and Keegan-Michael Key are eating. And then they just have the spotlight on them and everything else blacks mm. out. And it was a lot of Broadway on screen type stuff. Yeah, for sure. Um, I thought they did a really good job with that. In terms of using color and everything, um, the dancing sucked, <laughs> and I noticed it. And then I continued to ask Victoria, and she continued to shit on it throughout the entire thing. <laughs> um, unlike what, the Christmas movie we watched, or Jingle whatever. Jangle. Yeah. Um, My uh, good. I was just Keegan Michael Key two, two uh, musicals. I know. Back to back on Netflix. Incredible. <laughs> the man is so multi talented. <laughs> um, I, I you know it was. It was what it was. I, I think the visuals were really good. The dancing sucked, um, which kind of sucks in a musical because you want that to be good. Yeah. But I think it looked really good. Um, I didn't notice the issue with the high school as much. It wasn't really an issue. It was just kind of nitpicking. That's fair. Um, but I think all the – like there's musical scenes that they weren't just them singing. All of it was very – 
you know, the beginning scene with Broadway and all the lights and everything mm-hmm. and opening that. And then after they celebrate in the bar and very good use of color, um, making it look like a play and stuff. Yeah, for sure. So we have a 16. Key elements, Jay. So I guess I deemed the dancing, which I wasn't even sure if it was bad, but I kind of just like was guessing that it was bad. I kind of dinged it more on the visuals slash cinematography because musicals do need dancing. But at the end of the day, I've seen musicals that don't really include much dancing, like Waitress, for example, which is a great musical. I recommend it. Um, or even like Wicked doesn't have really much dancing. So I don't think you necessarily need dancing. So I include it in the visuals part. Uh, key elements. So I included, I thought of it just like the music aspect. Um, look, I'm going to be honest. Me personally, I didn't love most of these songs. But I feel like someone, maybe like your sister Rochelle, who appreciates this kind of stuff. I mean, they had a lot of music, and it sounded like a musical, and it was very much a musical. I gave it a 19. And it sent a great message, which was part of the key element. 19. Okay. Gave it an 11. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, I didn't like the music that much. I thought some of it was good. Um, I, I thought it, it might just be taste. Maybe. But I like some other musicals. I mean, you like Hamilton and La La Land, which are both, like, top of their class. And this wasn't that, which is why it didn't get a 19 out of 20. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> um, I didn't like that, and it was very, very, very Broadway. Yeah. Everything was over-the-top musical, which I guess is good. I don't I dinged it. I that's think it was elements though. That's what they're going for. It's not and I think it was a it. bad effect. I think it was too much of it for a movie. Okay. I think it was an element that they did, but they didn't do it effectively for a movie. Okay. Um. Some of the stuff I was kind of laughing at, like the the principal's office thing where she's she's trying to get him back, and the kids are, um, you know, all sitting there, and he's looking up about eating the urinal cake. Which made me laugh a lot, actually. Because <laughs> <laughs> she was like, what are you guys in trouble for? And then he was like, what? No, they all took a bite of it. And then she's like, what are you doing? He's like, looking up if you're in old cake's poisonous. That shit made me laugh. <laughs> it's like a three-step joke. <laughs> um, but that scene and the dancing was like, okay, yeah, I guess it's kind of absurd. Um, and, and it just, upon reflection, maybe a little bit more than 11. I think our in-between score here is accurate. I don't think it's a 19, maybe not 11 either, though. I did have one song that I really, really, really liked. Which one? Love Thy Neighbor. Okay. That was my favorite song of the bunch. I liked what they were going for with that. Uh-huh. I did not like the song at all because it was like it didn't rhyme. Like there's so many different words like I was expecting them to use and shit. And then you just kept saying love thy neighbor over and over again. <laughs> love thy neighbor. I liked what they were going with with that though. Yeah. Um, For, you know, reasons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I don't know, I was let down. The Was it the Zazz or some shit? The one with the, like the Nicole Kidman character and the girl just in their house? Oh, yeah. I hated that one. Like, wanted to like just not watch it. Cringy hated it. <laughs> um, some of the other stuff was okay. Again, 11, you know, D, D-ish. Yeah. It is what it is. Characters J. You say first. I feel like I've just been off the mark on everything. I give it a nine. Oh my god, so low. Yeah. You didn't like the characters? No. I give it a thirteen. I mean, I didn't give it high, but I, I, I don't know. I wasn't a huge fan of it. I think 
the James Corden character was very, very expected cliche, over-the-top gay dude whose parents don't approve of him. Yeah. The Meryl Streep was conceited and my money and over-the-top, and I didn't love that character. Meryl Streep, though, bro. Great actress. And I didn't love what she did with that character. The main character of the, the lesbian girl, there's a, fine. there's a lot more they could have done with that character. Acting-wise, she was fine. But, like, you know, it was like, oh, her parents, you know, they made a quick comment about her parents and she lives with her grandma. Mm-hmm. But, like, that, you know, there was a lot more struggle, I guess. You could have gone with that. And yeah. I think it was fine. Um, it's just they all felt very surface level. I liked Keegan-Michael Key. Now, I will say, I gave this an 8, and then I remembered Keegan-Michael Key was in it and gave it a 9. He was actually, I mean, all jokes aside, he was my favorite character in this movie. Yeah, for sure. I liked him. I really liked Andrew Rannells, the guy who sings Love Thy Neighbor. Okay. I thought he was good. Um, I thought the girl was fine. Carrie Washington was very enjoyable as the heel. Um, I thought Meryl Streep, as much as her character was stereotypical and surface level, I thought she did a good job of portraying a hateable character, hateable slash lovable um 13 is one above my quote-unquote like good average that i've made up in my own head um i i i just didn't like james Gordon's character man that held it back from getting any more um i didn't really let it lower it all the way to like an eight or nine maybe i should have but i i just maybe it's james gordon (laughs) i but i don't mind him on his talk show but he just doesn't seem like a good actor and I know he came from Broadway. That's what Riley told me. I didn't fact check her, but I believe her. Um, I just, he doesn't like, it just feels like he just shows up for a paycheck. And I know you brought something else up when we talked about this originally. Um, his accent. Oh, yes. Oh, my God. His American accent was so bad, dude. So it was just so like, it wasn't bad, but it just like, something about it just pissed me off. <laughs> like sometimes he would break. It wasn't great. It was just the it way was inconsistent. He, the way he did it was like kind of so stereotypical straight white guy or not straight white guy, uh gay white guy and it was just kind of like I don't know, like you like Tom Holland or like Benedict Cumberbatch in like the MCU. Like you don't realize like I you know like I wouldn't have realized that they were fucking British. You know what I mean? But yeah. like watching this movie you're like that guy's trying to do an American accent. You 100%. know what I mean? It's like there's people in Hollywood who can legitimately do British accents and actually sound British. And then there's me and you who just sound like the stereotypical British. Hello, chap. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> what, it, that's what it sounded like. I mean, I would have rather him just don't just talk normally. Why does he have to be American? Why can't he be just English? Yeah. Why are you forcing him to do a mediocre American accent? Very but poorly. I liked Keegan-Michael Key. I thought Meryl Streep, I, I, maybe she just gets bonus points because it's Meryl Streep, but I thought she did fine. I liked the main character. I like Kerry Washington. And I, I really liked Andrew Reynolds as well, so that kind of kept it afloat for me at a 13. But fuck, I just don't think I like James Corden. Um, I don't age shame me, whatever you want to do. I didn't like the Keegan-Michael Key, Meryl Streep <laughs> love a- thing. They're like 25 years apart. I looked oh, it up. I, I looked it up too, yeah. It's not close, and it I don't know. It was 22, because I remember saying it's me. Their age difference is me. <laughs> and I don't know if this is a Meryl Streep, like, oh, no, I look younger than I really am. It's believable. No, she didn't, though. Um, Well, if that's what she's saying, because <laughs> it, it's not believable, and it made me slightly uncomfortable. I think it was supposed to be one of those things where, like, he's such a big fan of her that it's just like. Well, yeah, but, like. Uh, and she's old cougar. But she's <laughs> old, and she looks her old age, and I was surprised at how old Keegan-Michael Key actually is, because he looks younger than 50. Yeah. 
So I it looked more it, like a 30 year gap to me. I could see my dad, you know, swooning over some seven year old that he loved when he was a kid. I, the one thing I, but like, again, I didn't like that part of it, but his character I really liked mm-hmm. to where, you know, it's very, it was almost meta to where he was like, I'm such a big fan of this because I can watch these things and I love where, you know, everyone breaks out and dance and song and that's fine. Like no one has a problem with it. Mm-hmm. Kind of very meta for this kind of movie where it's like, yeah, we know this is supposed to be ridiculous. Yeah. It's a musical. It, it, that's the point of it. Yeah. Um, I, I liked that part of him. Um, I liked his character and how he supported the main character, Emma. Mm-hmm. Yep. And like everything he did with that. I Like he genuinely, all jokes aside, I always give it plus one point when he's in a movie. <laughs> all jokes aside, I probably give it like plus two or three because he was in this movie. Yeah, he was good, man. Um, I wanted to talk about this too, like just typecasting. I feel like Keegan-Michael Key has to be your principal in any movie you make moving forward. Like, he's just such a fucking principal. Mm. Like or substitute teacher. Just A.A. Ron. Like, a cool... <laughs> like, seriously, though. Like, I mean, that's his most famous skit from that show. <laughs> yeah. But, like, the cool, understanding principal slash teacher. The teacher that... Like, you could even get a little PG-13. The teacher that maybe slips you a little marijuana, like Mr. <laughs> Egan did. I don't think... Didn't Mr. Egan die? Yeah. No, yeah, dead. So sad. I didn't remember if it was him or his wife. No, it's him. Fuck, man. Yeah. Was Keegan like Michael Key, very alive though. It was like a car crash. I think y- it was on yes. Yeah. That's so sad. He hated us. Yeah, he did. I liked him though, so it was all right. <laughs> Speaking of Romeo and Juliet, being surprised that you got a good grade on the. Yeah. <laughs> and telling you to your face, I'm surprised. Yes, greatest line ever delivered by a teacher. <laughs> so I'm surprised you did well on this assignment. But for real though, Keegan Michael Key, like just like the cool educational, the cool whatever, whatever it is, like that's just his role. Like he's got that fucking cornered. I don't. I, was he in that movie Fist Fight? He should have been. I don't think he was. I don't know, but I, I definitely Excuse agree me. with it. Um, bless you. Thank you. And also, like, it's not like a Keegan Michael Key ha ha principle. Like, it's a very believable principle. It's not like played for jokes. Like, no, he yeah, was very good in the sure. serious scenes. No, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, he's got the, the dynamis- dynamicism. <laughs> That's not a word. <laughs> to also do that, though. Like, <laughs> be serious, but then also be, like, the cool. But, you know, everyone knows he can be funny. Yeah, I just, I feel like that's such that's such a good role for him. He does look like Cory Booker. Oh, my God. That's funny. <laughs> <laughs> Cory Booker popped up as, like, the, the recommended. That's funny. I want to see him. Who else is, like, a good teacher? Jack Black? I don't know if I'm only thinking of that for that's, school. Yeah, rock. That's school rock. I I can't think of like another teacher. I don't know. John Cena. There's one guy from from was a bad girl, good new girl, new girl cast. Look, he was in a, even he was in a movie called Teacher of the Year. I didn't even know that existed. That's funny. Jake Johnson plays like a principal or something, but he plays the I don't want to be here principal. Mm-hmm. I feel like they would be good in a movie together, though. Okay. I don't know who that is, but okay. Jake Johnson? Um, look it up. I'm telling you, Jake Johnson. He's uh, Peter Parker in End of the Spider-Verse. Oh, okay. Um, He was a new Oh, girl. my God. He looks like someone. Yeah. I could see 100% that. 100% he played a – I don't know what movie – but he played a principal in something. He definitely has principal vibes. I, I can't believe Keegan-Michael Key was actually in a movie called Teacher of the Year. That's fucking funny. I didn't tag? even know that. Was it, no, it wasn't Tag. 21 Jump Street. It was 21 Jump Street. He was the principal in 21 Jump Street. Was he? 
Absolutely was. Did you know Keegan-Michael Key was in Mr. 3000? Really? Apparently. I don't know what his role was. He was also in uh, Due Date. Okay. I, I feel like he that. played a doctor in Due Date. I feel like he delivered the baby. I don't even remember that. I don't remember that movie at all. I didn't know he was in fucking Mr. 3000. I've only seen that like once, so. Keegan Michael Key needs more love. Are they still do Key Appeal? Oh, no, they stopped doing Key Appeal a long time yeah, ago. Yeah, it's been off for a while. But I like it. I like how they started and everyone loves them. And now, you know, Jordan Peele kind of just makes his scary fucking movies and he's really good at that. And, you know, he's just, he's over here doing his musicals. Man, their show's so good. They're fucking hilarious, dude. They're both great in their in their own way. And then I like that they can, you know, they can reunite for a Toy Story. It'd be funny still. That's right. I forgot that they both, they did those bears in Toy Story. Yeah. They're fucking funny, man. I love Key and Peele. Uh, enjoyment, what'd you give it, Ty? So, I really haven't given it great scores to this point, um, except for visuals. You know, I gave it an 8, 11, and a 9. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give it a 13 for enjoyment. 20 you give it a 20 for enjoyment no <laughs> i was like it doesn't sound like a 20 what'd you give it see i'm the other way i gave it a 19 a 15 a 14 13 and a 9 okay i was just bored <laughs> i was like like i said i didn't love the music but i could appreciate the musical dynamic of it that's why i gave it a high key element score and the characters were good but not great and james Corden pissed me off <laughs> and there was a lot of times in this movie, I'll be honest, that I was checking Twitter or not just not paying attention because I was bored. See, I I don't know. I didn't have that as much. I, I understood the flaws of it, and I didn't love the music, but, like, the story and everything kept me interested. And, like, the music, for the most part, was fu- the Zazz song. Like, that literally is the low point that really pissed me off. <laughs> Fucking hated it. I don't even remember how it goes. I was probably on Twitter. I it was I don't know, it was just stupid. It was just them two singing and like it was just a stupid song and like they're just doing bad dancing. And it was just in a house and it was just boring and a dumb song and I, I didn't like it at all. <laughs> um It's just cringe. It's fucking cringe. Other than that though, like everything else I was fine with. I was interested. It was slightly absurd, which is why I didn't give it a great plot score, but like I don't know, it was in, it was absurd to enjoyable to watch. Fair. Um uh, yeah, 13. Nine. What's your final score, Jay? Um, 70, but that doesn't seem right. I guess that nine really weighs it down. Uh, 29, 48. Yeah, 70. You gave it a 70. I gave it a 57. Wow. For final score, 63.5. making it was it that bad. I mean, I have a nine enjoyment, but I digress. It's the movie scale. It has different opinions. It's just how it works. Um, I fucking lost it. What did I just say it was, Jay? 70 and 57, so like 64 and a half. The problem, there it is. 29 out of 41 movies on our scale. Um, it's sitting in between The Witches at a 66 and Stuber at a 63. Stuber's so much better than this movie. Um, Stuber's point five points worse. You actually gave Stuber a 70. Much like the prom. Oh, shit. <laughs> I gave Stuber a It's the exact same setup. I gave it a 57, 56. You gave it 70, 70 for those two movies. <laughs> oh, shit. You have the exact same opinion on these two. <laughs> Fuck. Um, 14, though, our second highest uh, difference. 
what was it, like 21 or something? Hubie Halloween? <laughs> 28. Which I'll fucking die on that you gave hill. Hubie Halloween, is this a better, Hubie Halloween a better movie? Absolutely. Absolutely. You gave it one point <laughs> higher. Hubie Halloween made me laugh. I gave Hubie Halloween 14 point lower. It's not as good of a made movie. I will die on that Key Elements Hill till the day I die with that movie. We don't got to get back into it, but I will die on that hill. It's fine. The problem, though, 63.5. Um, I wish we kind of had, like, some some descriptions here mm-hmm. um, so we can see where it ranks up on musicals, Jay. Hamilton's one. Jingle jangle. Um, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't like this as much being a musical guy. Like I said, I like it. I usually like musicals, and I just – I enjoyed it, but then, like, upon reflection, it just – the more I sat and thought about it, the less and less I liked it, <laughs> which is why I think like the enjoyment, I still enjoyed it. Cause like when I finished, I was like, that was a pretty good movie. And then the more I thought about it and like was reading, you know, other reviews and everything. I'm like, Oh, so you're easily swayed by the, you literally opinion. say how you always look up reviews. <laughs> I was like, no, yeah, that's got a point. That's got a point. And I was like, yeah, that's, it's not as good as I originally thought. Like upon reflection, like none of the songs blew me away. Um, but, you know, in other musicals, there's a bunch of songs that, you know, get stuck in your head. Yeah. Um, this one, there's a song that was stuck in my head because I fucking hated it. Love Thy Neighbor, Baby. That's the one that was stuck in my That's head. That's the one that, like, I wanted to like and I just didn't. <laughs> um, Eurovision got a better score than this. That goes down as a uh, musical, 100%. Bro, 70 is my score. I'm giving out four 70s. Stuber, The Prom, The Binge, and Jingle Jangle. So you thought this was the same level as Jingle Jangle. Yeah, and you thought it was 18 points higher. Yeah, I stand by that, too. <laughs> I just, something about Jingle Jangle Man. It was boring, too. Um, look, I'm just excited because we got some we got some things in store. No no list, excuse me, sorry about that. No list this week. Uh, like we said, not prepared very often, you know, very well. Ty, why is the rank all fucked up? Because it's ranked by mine. Oh taking a look here gotcha um so we got some things in store obviously christmas is this friday when you're listening to this unless you're listening after christmas if so happy new year Uh, maybe you're listening in 2022 hey if anyone you know what i'm gonna set a reminder right here ty people probably already got the covid vaccine remind me on january 2nd 2022 to go back and listen to the prom within the lines episode at the very end where i address future me Talk to yourself. It says feature me. Oh, well. Future me. Welcome to 2022. I hope 2021 was a great year because 2020 was pretty shitty. Hopefully you got the COVID vaccine and you don't have rabies or become a vampire or anything else. Um, I doubt you will, though. There's been a lot of studies. And a lot of people are going to get it before you. So if it fucks them up, they're going to get fucked up first. Maybe it's long-term fuck-ups. Who knows? I mean, I, I do have like 15 vaccines already in my body that you have to get to go to school that everyone else who doesn't like the vaccine already got. But I digress. Imagine vaccines are just like outlawed in 2022 and you're just like, whoa, this was my opinion back then. Um, I want you to remember that this day you convinced yourself that the Jets would beat the Rams. I hope you're still looking Look back, back on, on that, that with week joy. 15, 2020. <laughs> and I hope the world is different. I hope you're you're looking up in 2022 and um i don't remember where this rant was going i don't either you're just going for it it was you literally just said maybe you're watching it this week maybe you're watching it in 2022 and you're i'm gonna dress my future self (laughs) um 
Jesus Christ. Uh, so what I was saying is Christmas, Wonder Woman two. Is there a special name like nineteen seven eighty four? Nineteen eighty four. That's like broad guess, but it's very confident one. That and fuck I've ne- yeah, I've never seen the original Wonder Woman, so I need to watch that first. You do need to watch that. Um, Feels like that probably is going to be important. No, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it's gonna be very important. Yeah, that and a uh, Disney Pixar Soul is coming out. So what we are gonna do is we are going to record movie reviews for those. Uh, probably post them on different days. So separate episodes. Yes, yes. Sorry to interrupt. That was kind of rude of me. No, you're good. Uh, so the 28th will be either Soul or Wonder Woman. I'm leaning towards Soul. Doesn't really matter which order we do it in. And then probably the 30th, we'll post the other one, or the 29th, we'll figure it out. We'll post the other one, so they'll both be about 30-minute episodes. 31st is going to be Within the Line Sports. I believe that's the last week of the NFL season, too. Maybe, I think we might have to take a break with sports. Maybe we take a New Year break, a two-week break. I don't know. We'll see. Go on vacation. Yeah, because we're We're not actually going to go on vacation. but Maybe we do, because there's going to be a dead period until Captain, um, not Captain America, WandaVision comes out. Anyway, so we have those two going up. The 28th, you're going to have three episodes next week. The 28th, the 30th, and the 31st. And then on the January 4th, Victoria's birthday? Yep. Fuck yeah. I always get the 4th and the 2nd confused. I don't know why. We're going to do the last ever bad movie review of the month. We're going to review bad movies in the future. It's it's natural. But the last one where we specifically do it, it'll be the last within the lines that we record of the year. And we're going to end 2020, the worst year ever, with... We have to find the worst movie ever. I don't know. We're we're gonna have to find yep. an atrocious movie that we have to sit through and endure. We might have to just look up worst, worst movie, movie ever. ever. Yeah, I'll do it right now. Um, so that's gonna come with the first episode of twenty twenty one, starting the year on a on a down note, and then after that it's kind of wide open. We might take a week off. We might come back at you on January eighteenth. We might. Well, no, within the line, sports is definitely gonna chug along because playoffs. <laughs> oh my god this one thing says dirty grandpa that was a fucking funny movie man um we're definitely gonna keep doing within the line sports what am i saying because it's playoffs we're gonna talk about fucking playoffs are you kidding me uh, <laughs> yeah what are you talking about we'll see and then after that though right around the corner wandavision's coming out mm. uh right around the corner of that i believe march is um i can't think of the name of that show Falcon Falcon and the winter, winter soldier, soldier. Uh, some movies might hopefully come out. Uh, well, May is then Loki. Yeah, but I'm talking about like the Warner Brother movies that are coming out on HBO Max. I don't yep. know the exact days on those. We'll have to look. Um, but there's going to be a lot of movies coming out then. I really want to see Free Guys, so I'm hoping that comes out pretty soon. Yep. Um, yeah, man, it's an exciting time. There's some movies that are that have been released that are now available for like Blu-ray, like like Tenet. Oh, if we get slow point. Speaking of that, Riley bought. Fuck yeah. Maybe we'll do that for a review. She, uh, yeah. It's great. She was like, I got a discount, like trying to hype it up. And her discount was $2 on a $20 movie. That's 10%. (laughs) Judas and the Black Messiah comes out early 2021 on HBO Max. I don't know. Tom and Jerry, March 5th, 2021. That movie looks so bad. The Many Saints of Newark, March 12th, 2021. Reminiscence. Godzilla vs. Kong, May 21st. I'm... I am way more excited for that movie than I should be. I I would be excited, but I've never seen any of the Godzillas, and I don't know if there's like a Kong for that specific Kong yeah. in the movie. Kong, I have not seen that either. one. No, it's not. Yeah, it is the one that we played the game on. No, 
the new one. It's called. It came out like three years ago. It's called like, I think it's called Kong Skull Island. The oh, it's old a 2017 one. film. Yeah, I'll be goddamned. I haven't seen that. Me neither. I've um, only seen the first Godzilla. Sucked. But this is a matchup. This is a this is a Avengers team up movie. But Godzilla and King Kong. It is pretty electric. So I'm, we'll definitely review that. I'm so fucking excited for that, dude. I, it's gonna be good. My one concern is they focus too much on like the like the normal people, and they don't give us two hours of King Kong and Godzilla <laughs> just beating the shit out of each other. I want like a anime like Dragon Ball Z week long fights where it was like five episodes is one fight. That's what I want the movie to be. <laughs> like I want it to be a fight and then get like another mysterical creature like I, I don't know Medusa with like a round two card. And she just, like, comes through, and then they just go back to beating each other up. I just want to buy a UFC pay-per-view between these two monsters. <laughs> just, like, an undercard. Like, it's, like, Godzilla and Kong's the main event, but the whole time it's just other monsters fighting in, like, smaller cities. <laughs> Be fucking electric. You can get Dana White in it. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, the Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It, June 4th. I'm not watching that. Sorry, Ty. Uh, in the Heights. This, this, what? Kong Skull Island was just, like, a adjacent mcu movie it's got brie larson tom hiddleston and samuel l jackson plus john c Riley, who's been in the mcu mm-hmm. excuse me to be fair everyone's been in the mcu though um in the heights i was very excited to watch that this year that comes out june 18th 2021 lin-manuel miranda uh his play oh they pushed that back all the way to june apparently according to collider.com oh, fucking sucks space jam a new legacy super excited about that july 16th 2021 that's gonna be bad and i'm excited to watch it though no, I'm excited about it. Have you heard like the the synopsis? Um, LeBron James plays basketball. So the synopsis of what I've read that's being pushed is something happens. They haven't like told everything, and LeBron and his son. I don't know if it's going to be Bronny or like someone playing his son. They haven't really revealed that yet. Or at least I haven't seen. Um, no, they haven't because I looked at the cast. They just have. They just use like the de aging effect and have Michael Jordan play LeBron James' son. <laughs> um. They pretty much it said they're going to be going through a bunch of different Warner Brothers properties, and there's going to be one giant like basketball game at the end. And apparently, LeBron has hinted it's not going to be the Monstars. He says something about an AI. It's going to be like some computer, okay, or something. But pretty much the premise that I'm understanding is they're going to go into like the Conjuring, maybe not the Conjuring, but because it's a family movie. But like, you know what I mean? Like kind of like a they're just going to it's fucking Looney Tunes. all the different Warner Brothers stuff. Yeah. Which, if they do that, that could be cool if they do it right. I mean, that's also DC. Yeah. So maybe we get a little bit of that in there. That'd yeah. be cool. Maybe like like the shitty Green Lantern movie. Ryan Reynolds reprises <laughs> his role. <laughs> so I'm excited what they could do there. Uh, August 6, 2021, Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad, excuse Correct. me. Written by James Gunn. Directed by James Gunn. Uh, Dune. Is that based off a video game? No, it's Doom I'm thinking of. Yeah, October no. 1st, 2021. Dune's like a very, very, very popular book. This is supposed to be like a huge franchise, very high budget movie. Director is furious that it's going to HBO Max. Of course he is. <laughs> uh, King Richard, November 19th, 2021. Has Will Smith in it. Okay. The Matrix 4, December 22nd, 2021. I have, I have 12 months to watch Matrix 1 through 3. I might just watch one. What's up, Jay? You ever get that moment when you forget a movie exists and then you see something? <laughs> okay, yeah. Mortal Kombat. Fuck yeah! <laughs> TBA 2021. I'm, I, you know I wanted that movie for a long time. You can go back and watch or listen to another episode where I was talking about how video game movies. Well, one of our first ever episodes. 
ever within the lines episodes. I remember we talked about Ronda Rousey's in this, right? Or there was no rumors. Idea. I remember we talked about. Oh yeah, it. no, no, she plays in the actual game. She oh, does the mocap. That's what it was. But then we did something. It was either after like the Sonic or Pikachu movie. We did video game movies, and I said fucking Mortal Kombat. And then they made it happen. I know that's a very unique idea, and there's been two movies already, <laughs> but. The new ap- adaptation of this popular video game. But imagine what they could do now with all their technology. Exactly. Like they couldn't do in the 90s. Look like shit back then. Now it can look like someone's actually ripping someone's heart out. New adaptation of the popular video game franchise Mortal Kombat is intended to kick off a new franchise. Fucking let's go. Uh, malignant? Malignant? M-A-L-I-G-N-A-N-T. I don't know. It's horror, though. I'm not going to watch it. Isn't malignant like, isn't that one like, can't, yeah, like a tumor, but it's not cancerous? I don't know. Well, fuck, Jay. Those Who Wish Me Dead, a thriller. You're not going to watch that. I don't mind thrillers. A teenage murder witness is pursued by twin assassins in the Montana wilderness while being protected by a survival expert. Yeah, that does sound a little spooky. <laughs> uh, it's got Angelina Jolie. Cry Macho, dramatic thriller, directed by Clint Eastwood. And starring Clint Eastwood. And that's the last movie. Um, there's also Is this actually coming out? What? There's the Tom Holland, Daisy Ridley movie, <clears throat> Chaos Walking, which says January of next year. 2021 or 2022? 21. January 22nd. So maybe we'll be doing that next month. That could be interesting. Is it scary? No, it's like a sci-fi. Look at Tom Holland just getting roll after roll. Good for him. They recorded this movie like during like Civil War. Oh, Jesus. I guess. He does look a little young. Yeah, no, like, this has been recorded and just hasn't been released for a very long time for some reason. Oh, yeah, he does look a little young. That's Daisy Ridley? Yeah, that's Ray. Whoa. Just with blonde hair. I don't like her with blonde hair. <laughs> <laughs> well, light blonde hair, because I think her hair is already technically blonde. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we got we got fun things in store. I'm excited. Hopefully 2020. I remember last year... I think we did a list of, like, top ten movies we're most excited for in 2020 or something. Um, That's probably a depressing listen. Yeah. So, I don't want to do that this year because who knows what's going to happen, but looking up. Number one movie I'm excited to watch next year, Jay? What? Any movie at the theater. Yeah, for honestly, shit. Last movie I saw in the theater was Onward. Same. That was, like, June. No, it was March. Oh, God, that was so long ago. Everything shut down in March. That fucking sucks. Yeah. What did I do for my birthday? Probably nothing. Same. We had a party, Diego? but no. Yeah, we threw you a surprise party. Well, yeah, I know that. Like, apparently, that's nothing to you. Well, I, I we had the party, but I thought like if I like went somewhere, that or feels like it was ten years ago. Well, that feel like a long time ago. That was the last time I saw Conrad. Hey, Conrad, if you're listening, miss you. Text me if you're listening to this. If he doesn't text me, I know he doesn't listen. Damn. Or he didn't make it to the end of the episode. He's got bored with us ranting for the last twenty minutes, just talking. <laughs> <laughs> Or he didn't watch The Prom. That, too. I don't know if he likes musicals. Maybe he vigorously hates James Corden. I can't blame him. Shit, yeah. Fuck James Corden. Maybe it's Meryl Streep. Do you think anyone just fucking hates Meryl Streep? We could become an anti-Meryl Streep podcast. I don't know. I, I think Mamma Mia's all right, though. <laughs> Never seen it. Um, But, yeah. So, we got two movies coming up. And then I think it's going to be Cats. I think we're going to go to a terrible musical it's your pick, so I want you to pick the the worst movie you can find. Well, I'm leaning towards Cats, but I'm not locking my answer in. Okay. Um, if I can find a worse film, 
I don't want like a like a you know like student made. I want like, like a, a very high budget garbage movie. Just rewatch Artemis Fowl. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't want to do that. Um, but yeah, got TV shows. Even though we're a movie podcast, we're gonna review TV shows. Absolutely, they're pretty much just movies, just broken up into six parts. You forgot, Jay? What? Justice League, bro. Oh, yeah, the Snyder Cut. So excited for that. Uh, some <laughs> recommendations, though, to end this episode that I just thought of right now. I mentioned this last week, uh, the D.B. Cooper documentary. Okay, yeah. I have another recommendation that's also, I believe, on HBO Max. Amazon Prime. No, it's on Amazon Prime that I just thought about right now because you said TV show. Okay. I've, I think I've talked about it on the pod before. Uh, the show Upload. Good show. I watched the first four episodes. Did not finish it. Well, that's... I remember enjoying them. I don't know why we didn't finish it. <laughs> That's promising for my recommendation that um, you got a third of the way through and just stopped watching. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just want to I I finish on this, Jay. Okay. Uh, I texted you this week um, that I finally watched Back to the Future 2. Yeah. The most wild thing I've ever seen in any movie is a preview for the next movie <laughs> at the end. And not like a Marvel post credit scene like teasing. Like this was just scenes and a trailer for the next movie at the end of the movie. Now, I forget. It's been a long time since I've seen it, or at least made it to the end of it. Isn't it like, I remember the train. Does the train start driving away, then they just start showing scenes for the next movie? Is that how they transition it? I don't remember exactly. I I don't think there's a train. I think he ends up in, like, the town square or whatever and finds the dock. Yeah. After the one car leaves, and he's like, what? I just saw you disappear. And he was like, no, this is a letter I got from you. You're in 18, whatever. I have to get back there. Yeah, I remember that. And then didn't the train come at the end of the movie? What train? The train they used to time travel. I don't know. I they didn't time travel. They just ended in the Times Square, and then it was a trailer for. And it said was to the be train con- in the trailer. Well, yeah, it was Old West train. Okay, so that's what I'm thinking of. Okay, but it just said <laughs> to be continued, and then you're like, oh, that's gonna be the next movie, and then they're like, you know, here's the trailer of us continuing it, and show like just a fucking preview for Back to the Future Three. Shows them standing next to the clock bell. Shows, like, the old Western dude. Shows him, like, driving through the fucking off-road in the DeLorean. Yeah. Being chased by horses. It's incredible. Did it make you want to watch number three? No. <laughs> I was just blown away that the fact that they just put a trailer at the end of the movie. Why'd you watch number two just out of the blue? I don't know. I was just feeling it. Um, I just, I just saw it. What'd you think? I it's didn't... my favorite of the three, but I haven't seen three. <laughs> it is not my favorite of the two I've seen. Really? Yeah. What's the What's the bad guy's name? Biff. Biff. It's fucking annoying as shit. I think I like it because the whole, I live, like, at a very young age, this, like, his, what he did, going back and stealing the almanac or whatever, and then just betting on all the right sides of history. Like, that's just fucking awesome. Now, with that being said, have you need to watch Hot Tub Time Machine. I know. It's been, I've seen it once, and it was Because uh, there is a, a scene watch. where he's from the future, and they go back, obviously, in the Hot Tub Time Machine. <laughs> and they're at a bar, and he bets on a game, and he's like, I bet you whatever... Something with your wife has to blow me. He's like, all right, but your friend has to blow you if it doesn't happen. Go back in time. Squirrel that he almost killed or didn't kill or something earlier. Butterfly effect fucks up that game and he loses the bet. He has to blow his friend. It's fucking fantastic. (laughs) That is good. Um, Didn't think about that. But yeah, Back to Future 1, better than Back to Future 2. But this is different because they went to the future, got the book, went back to the past. Then Biff got the book from the past, so he's not really creating a butterfly i guess he could be i don't know he absolutely could 
He could be gambling on those games, and then the people like lose confidence because he's betting on them. Don't try, and then that's why they lose. Butterfly effect. Like this guy's never lost a bet, and he bet on us. We don't have to try. We're gonna win. <laughs> it's true. I don't know. It's just that's. Can you imagine? Can you imagine just going on like a win, like never losing bets? You'd have to lose some. Does Does he explain? Does he purposely lose some so they don't get on to him? I don't remember. No, he just wins all of them. <laughs> that's fucking awesome. He's just like I always win. That is so fucking. And it has awesome. no effect, and he just becomes rich. Oh man, it's like horse racing mostly, right? That he talks about. Well, no, it's just his first bet when he was twenty-one is on a horse race. That's right. That's right. And he makes a million dollars, which I don't know how big of an underdog that horse was. You have to have a lot of money to win a yeah. million dollars, even if it's like ten to one odds. It's a hundred grand. He just saved up his life savings to that point. And then the book fucks him, and then he's just broke. <laughs> I don't know. Um, Back to Future One, though. You got to talk to my dad about two. He's diehard Back to the Future fan. One or two, though. He likes them all. All of them. Even three? Mm-hmm. Got to watch three. That's it. That's all I got. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, uh, Christmas Day, free to watch on HBO Max and Disney Plus. Soul, Wonder Woman, 1998. 1984. 98's when we were born. Yeah. <laughs> Be a good friend, everybody. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today sign up using code buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet bet mgm and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park Welcome to Prime Video's culture-rated collection. This is the place where black is the main character, where we don't jump through hoops just to hear our voice and can fall in love with illuminating documentaries like Giannis' The Marvelous Journey. I'm just a hard worker that's trying to survive. Enjoy the animated series, The Second Best Hospital in the Galaxy. All doctors report immediately. Where we dive into something new like the latest season of Them, The Scare, and the award-winning American fiction. Welcome home, baby. Or add to the experience by 
by buying or renting the biopic of a legend, Bob Marley, One Love. I want my music to unify people. And add on channels like Paramount Plus and Stars to bask in nostalgia with Beverly Hills Cop. This is the cleanest police car I've ever been in in my life. And BMF. You're about to take over the whole nation. Explore Prime Video's culture-rated collection and enjoy old-school greats and new-school hits. Prime Video. Find your happy place. Restrictions apply. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details.